Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Chris with C3 Films, and this is... Cheryl. Hello, everyone. And today, we want to do a little Christmas story in honor of the spirit, so we're going to be talking about a movie called Better Watch Out. So, spoiler alert, and without and without anything else, let's go ahead and get right into it. So, <laughs> I recommended this movie. And I, I am kind of upset with you for making me watch it. <laughs> I'm upset with myself. I this movie lied so hard. It was a good movie, but it lied. <laughs> the trailer. I don't know if if anybody watching this video right now, go watch the trailer for Better Watch Out. Like watch the trailer and then come back in the comments and let us know what you what that what feeling that trailer gives you about what the movie's gonna be like. Yeah, it's not like that at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, um, I feel very traumatized, but um, at the same time, I like, I really like the movie, and I must, I must share this, this gift with everyone that I know. <laughs> it's just like, like literally thirty minutes in, I thought I knew what the movie was, and like I for real, I looked at the time. After it's like after the twist, the twist happens thirty minutes in, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What am I watching? What is happening?" And like literally, the like last thing I wrote in my notes at the thirty minute mark was, "WTF?" <laughs> yes, this is so crazy. It is. It is fortunate. See. Like, what you guys got to know is that Cheryl put an embargo on me for the amount of swear words that I can use in these videos. And so I am not appropriately able to voice my my feelings and my feelings. utter, yes, the utter disdain I had for this movie the moment I realized that it was not what I was sold. See, if I was prepared, I've seen movies like um, We Have to Talk About Kevin. I am well-versed in watching movies about sociopaths, about psychopaths, and about them just doing messed up stuff. I am okay with watching movies like that if I know that's what I'm getting into. And I did not, I thought that this movie was supposed to be fun. I thought it was supposed to be a fun take on Home Alone where you have like these people that invade a house and they invade the wrong house because the people that they're invading happens to be a psychopathic kid. And so therefore these villains end up getting what's coming what's coming to them. So you're like everyone's kind of a villain, but you're you're rooting for the kid because they they tried to rob the wrong house. Yeah, that's not what this movie is at all. To be fair, I did kind of root for him at the end when he was uh cleaning up and sneaking back in through the window i was like oh no he's gonna get caught i was like wait a minute this whole time i was like he needs to get caught but like right after ashley dies dies i was like oh now who am i gonna root for and it ended up being luke and i was like i can't believe i'm rooting for that guy and i was like he's so crazy no so crazy I am actually legit surprised that you're rooting for him by the end because no, for only me, the end, just the oh, end. Only the end. <laughs> See, okay, because like the moment that he molested her, I was like, "That's a wrap. I need, I need you gone." Like he could have done everything else he did in the movie, and I would have still been like, "Okay, whatever." But the moment he molested her, that left a really sour taste in my mouth, and I was like, 
I, because I wasn't ready for, I didn't realize that's the movie that I was watching. Yeah. And so, like, the moment I saw that, I was like, I need this kid to die. I was hoping that when he was outside on that ledge, I was hoping he was going to slip and fall and, like, end up hanging himself on the Christmas tree lights. Um, so, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody already died via hanging, so I don't think that would have (laughs) worked. And, and you know what? And like you were saying, like, there's a lot of clever things in the movie. Like, I was watching it with my roommate, and the moment that there that um, the kid is talking to the actor who plays Billy from Stranger Things season two, um, I forget the actor's real name, but like the moment that the kid is talking to him and like basically being like, she wants you to write a note saying you're sorry. We we both were like, oh, he's making him write a suicide note. He's literally making him write a suicide note in his own handwriting, and then he's gonna like make it look like he killed himself. This kid, this freaking kid. Um, and like and and before that like the movie just takes a hard turn so like like you were saying Cheryl the first half an hour you think it's one thing the twist comes in 30 minutes in and then it is like a hard turn into just shock so and like, dark so dark and I was just really like where is this gonna go and like like what you were saying like when he starts to molest her i was like how much darker can this get because like i feel like you can't go any further than that without it going into like you know and and see what is it rated x for <laughs> Right. And and to the movie's credit, it doesn't explicitly show a lot of the violence and things that happens. There's a lot of like strategic cl- camera angles where the actions are implied. So like when he's molesting her, you're seeing close-ups, but you're not actually seeing the action of it happening. You're seeing characters like facial reactions. Um and then even when one of the most like graphic parts of the movie is when this they try to like do a scene from home alone where they throw the paint bucket over the banister, which they allude to at the beginning where they're talking about like, there's one of the Chekhov's guns of the movie of like, Oh, this is going to come back at some point where they wonder what's going to happen. If you get hit with a paint can, do you just like fall backwards or did, or like your face will get crushed. And so they actually do that to one of the characters in the movie. And that's the first death of the film. And like from that moment on, cause like before that, you, even though it's taken a turn, you're still thinking, okay, well maybe it's not going to get so bad because at the end yeah. of the day, this kid, He's yeah, his parents kid. are going to come home. Yeah, exactly. Right. So how much worse can it get? But then they're, they're, they throw the paint can, it hits this guy, which by the way, I'm like, if I'm sitting in that chair, I'm making myself fall back. No one's holding I, me I in thought place. about that too. <laughs> Why am I? And I just saw it miss me. So I know what's coming. Unless you're going to be holding me there. I'm just going to like tilt back and I'm going to be on this ground and you can keep coming down and sitting me up and going back up there. And I can keep jumping, like knocking myself back. We can do this all day, bro. But um, the moment that the can hits his face and then like they do this really cool thing where you see like, you don't, you don't see his face. You don't see the gore after You don't actually see the impact. You just see the aftermath and like the paint dripping out down with the blood mixed into the paint. And it's like yellow. So, like, you can yeah. really see the contrast of the red mixed into it. Yeah, and it looks and it looks really good. Like, you want to talk about, like, just effects-wise, like, practical. Um, it's, it's really, it looks really good. Um, so, like, and the movie does a lot of cool, like, camera angles and, like, a lot of cool camera tricks like that. Like, when she falls off, or, like, 
like when the, the main character Ashley, when she's tied up and she's trying to get away and she like falls over on her chair and they come back and tilt her back up. They do the whole thing where the camera's like on the ground with her and then tilts up with her. And it just, there's like really, there's really good shots and the movie is very well done. I just didn't know what I was getting into. And therefore, because I thought I was going to be watching a different movie and I wasn't prepared for it, it kind of soured my taste to the rest of the movie. And I felt like I was just enduring watching a bully just torture people over and over again. No and way. I, yeah, I, I was like, when is this going to be over? That's really <laughs> the thing I had. Like, how I am, I'm like, I'm sorry I, I chose this movie. I'm sorry I got Cheryl to watch this movie. How much time do we have before it's over? Like, that was my feeling. I feel so different. I feel like in the first half an hour, I was like, Okay, it's a really scary movie. Like Santa Claus kept scaring me. Um, like his reappearance <laughs> everywhere, and I was like, "This is stupid." Like it's just another stupid, like silly Christmas, like like scary because you know Christmas movies aren't usually scary. So I was like, "Oh, it's just one of those like where they put a little bit of like funny scares." into it mm-hmm. i think I, I think i saw somewhere that it was supposed to be a comedy it was not funny. it was not funny um no not at all uh but that's what i thought they were going for at first and then at the mm-hmm. half hour mark when the whole thing changes into like a completely different movie i was like i'm intrigued now i like this twist happening 30 minutes in like it's really crazy and like it really messes with your mind but i love stuff like that i love it when a movie doesn't follow the cookie cutter film formula um that's when i get all excited and i'm like that's why i like really like this movie because it's so different it really gets you and it's that kind of stuff just doesn't happen that often anymore in movies because everything's just so predictable um but yeah i couldn't like really predict too much so that really excited me uh that tickles my fancy (laughs) no and there was a part of me that was like cheryl's gonna like this movie because it's messed up like that was there was a part of me that's like i'm gonna be the one that didn't like this movie and she's gonna be the one that thought it was amazing i was actually prepared to have this conversation (laughs) with you which is why i didn't text you anything about this movie so this is the first time me and cheryl are talking about this movie so like we didn't text about it. Like I like text. All I sent her after like watching the movie for a second was like, "This movie, we will definitely have things to talk about." And that was it. I told her nothing, and she told me nothing. So this is our first interaction about this movie, and I am not surprised. Like there was something that told me that Cheryl, that you of all people with as macabre as you can be, you can that you would like this. Oh man! <laughs> and the thing about it is, like. When I remove myself from my feelings of the moment of being, of like experiencing the movie, I can admit it is a decent film. It is a decent film as far as being a horror film and like bunking your expectations. I do think they lean too much into like the shock factor of like different like scenes and things that happen. But, um, and then, you know, there's a lot of things that suggest that this kid had been playing this for a very long time. because of all the setup that goes into like getting away with the stuff. Um, and I do like the idea of like him being a smart antagonist. Like that is cool. It's nice to see smart villains. The thing that just, that just 
like I guess ruined the film for me was the trailer and the fact that the trailer made you think it was going to be that movie that you were talking about of fun and like dark comedy and like all these other things and that's what I, I knew I was watching something where murders were going to happen but I thought it was going to be a dark comedy so I came into it expecting ridiculousness and expecting to laugh and because I came in with those expectations I felt lied to and I wasn't ready for the moment that that movie did take that turn at the 30 second the 30 minute mark where all of a sudden I'm watching this like 12 year old kid molest a 18 year old girl your poor little heart <laughs> I, I I wasn't ready. And then like I my the most hype I got in the movie was at the end where they they show that she's still alive because she was smart. I don't know when she got the point got the ability to duct tape her neck or whatever. I don't know how she did that when she was still tied up. Um I guess she was like tied up un like cut up enough or the the tape was like cut up enough that she was able to like tape her neck or whatever like off screen but that was whatever i was just when she gets wheeled out and they're like she's still alive and she looks up at him and he and he she gives him the finger and then it goes to credits i thought that ending was perfect I was like, this is great. You know, they had us go through all this misery, but the implication, we don't even see it. I would have loved to see it, but the implication is that she's going to win in the end. And then because the movie just doesn't want you to be happy and doesn't want to give you anything, there's another after credit sequence <laughs> where the kid looks to his mom and says, I'm worried about Ashley. Let's go check on her. Let's go check on her at the hospital, thus implying that he's going to go to the hospital and kill her. And I was like, I can't curse. I was like, <laughs> I was like no. I literally wrote in my notes <laughs> that after the after credit scene, I was like, no, <laughs> it's not over. They're gonna make a second movie. <laughs> uh, man, it's gonna be called Better Not Cry <laughs> or no, Better <laughs> Not Pout. Was it better, better, not, watch, better, watch better, out, better not better watch out better not better watch out better not cry yeah better not cry oh i love that and it all happens in the hospital oh i don't even know how they would write that but i would be so down to watch that wow see it seems so it sounds like you you really enjoyed this movie i was thinking i had to i would have to apologize to, about this movie to you oh, but no, apparently don't this get right me reality. wrong like i I just, I love it because I appreciate it. I think it was so well written. And I was like, yeah, girl power. Like, she's so smart. Um, what's her mm -hmm. name? Um, Ashley. Ashley. Her character is just so smart. I love that she won and everything. And, like, even down to, like, you know, when they say, like, the duct tape and everything. I was like, of course she would because she's a genius. And she's just been, like, so smart this whole time. Like, a thousand and one uses for duct tape. They, they, <laughs> that was a callback. Right. Um, but it did give me a lot of anxiety. I was just kind of like, oh, the whole time, especially with like um, the little scares. The spider got me for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but like all of it, I was just prepared to watch a scary movie and it did give me the anxiety of a horror film. Um, mm -hmm. that part I didn't like, uh, and like just the whole thing was just so crazy. I, I think it was just the intensity of how like psychotic the boy is just like, yeah. just, uh, and that's, that's what you should apologize for. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I but I like the movie. Um, but I think the whole time though, when like when I was watching the movie, I was like, should have just stuck to it. We were gonna watch Jingle Jangle this week, um, and I was like, that would have been so much more pleasant than this movie. And I regret saying like, I think we should watch something else, Chris, because. This happened. <laughs> although, although to be fair, this kind of movie is actually kind of perfect for the types of films that we generally like because it it's Christmas, but it's not your typical Christmas film. Like, it didn't have to take place at Christmas. It could have taken place at any point during the year, but it takes place at Christmas, so therefore it's a Christmas movie. Same thing as Die Hard, Fight Me. So the point is that since it is a Christmas movie, it fits – and then, but it's not your typical one. It's a horror film, and if any of that, anything else, it is a horror film that kind of plays into the things that Cheryl likes to write, to read and write. So it's actually one hundred percent perfect that we did this movie. I just wish I was a little bit more prepared, and that's where I that's where I land when it comes to this movie. I think objectively, it is a decent film. Um, I don't think it's like amazing or great, but I do think it's decent and it's surprising. And if you know what you're getting into, I do feel that it is something that you can enjoy. But if you are going based off the trailer and you go into this movie with those expectations, it's going to like hit you. It's going to like sideswipe you. It's going to be a sucker punch to the gut because you're not going to see it coming. And it's going to affect, at least for me, it affected my enjoyment, my overall enjoyment of the film. I don't know about the trailer though, because like, I can't think of how else I would make the trailer without giving away the twist. So I don't think it's fair. And I also think that even if you didn't see the trailer, it would establish itself as a dark comedy Christmas horror movie. And it would do the same thing with like, you know, surprising you, except for the Home Alone references. I don't think yeah. you would pick up on that if you didn't watch the trailer. But um but I would have to um disagree with you about the trailer. I think the trailer's fine. Um I think I think you know, the nature of the movie is to mislead you. And so it only, you know, makes sense for the trailer to do the same thing. Yeah, you could say I and I and I get that as far as a a goal. But what's going to happen is that if you mislead people and they come into the movie expecting something else, then it is perfectly reasonable to expect that some people are going to be disappointed because a trailer is to show what the movie is uh, is about and it gauges your interest. It gets your interest based off the trailer they show you. So if I go and I watch like a certain – if I go and I'm expecting to watch – like when I was a kid – um, my mom took me to go see Ants, right? Thinking it was going to be like a Bug's Life because the trailers kind of advertise it as being a kind of a Bug's Life movie. But then you go to see it, you find out Ants is basically an adult animated movie and it's nothing like a Bug's Life. So she's in her right to be upset about that because she thought it was going to be a kid's movie. So it's how you market it. Like, I think that is brilliant. But at the same time, if you're going to do that, then realistically, you're going to have people that are going to be upset because that's not what they thought they were going to come see it's perfectly fine it's perfectly like reasonable to do for marketing at the same time it's still just as reasonable to expect that people that come to go see the movie are going to like 
be surprised because this isn't what they thought they were going to come see. And then at that point, it comes down to the individual of whether or not they can enjoy it. In your case, you could. In my case, I didn't. Um, and like in, the, I I would be interested in looking at like a trailer for like a movie like Hard Candy, which is essentially a movie about like um, a a little girl that is like in a house with a child molester. And that's very heavy subject matter. And the, and it's, and it pivots at some point to like being a different type of movie than what you expect it to be. And the trailers still don't, they, they still let you know what the movie is that you're watching without like giving away all the things that are good about it. So like, I think it could have gone either way with the trailer. Um, and I, and I see how, what you're saying about how it still fits in with the whole thing of misleading you. That being said, if you are going to mislead people, then there's going to be a certain subset of those people that came into the movie because they were expecting one thing. And once they see, realize that that's not what they're, that you're going to give them, they're either going to be able to get on board or they're going to be upset. And I do feel like that's fair. I mean, I guess like the whole twist itself might be upsetting in the first place. Like this whole movie is just upsetting in such a great way. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get over like I I I really want to like sit people down and be like you need to see this movie. <laughs> oh, what have I done? Uh, it's just it's well, just so it's like Hitchcock, you know, like uh mm. you, you said you've seen Psycho, right? Yes, I have. It like yeah. immediately reminded me of Psycho. Um because like they make you think that the main character is going to be I think her name is Marion. Uh I can't mm-hmm. remember. But um like they make you think that it's going to be about her and about like yeah her journey and everything and then she dies. She yeah. just dies like, like in the middle of the movie. She's <laughs> like yeah, I was going to say like halfway through the film or something, right? Yeah, and yeah. then you're just like, "Oh my god." Like what is happening like this is not normal for a movie and that's exactly what this movie is and i think that's why i loved it so much i'm just like bravo bravo you're just like hitchcock man wow that is some high praise like you you heard it here folks (laughs) cheryl cheryl feels like better watch out is hitchcock level (laughs) well not quite not quite there (laughs) but like you know it's just it's so hard to be able to pull off something like that, and they achieved that, and that's why I'm so happy about this movie. <laughs> Fair enough. There's only well, – we're going to get ready to go here in a second, but there's one more thing I want to just bring up before we go, and that's something – If I wonder if you noticed it too, but what the heck was with all the door handles at eye level in this movie? Did you notice that? Like almost all the door handles were literally them reaching up to grab them. And it was the first thing I noticed about the house. And I was like, what is going on here? Did you did you notice that at all? I did not. I was I was too busy being scared. I think like, I, I was thinking about it too. Like I was like, I can't pay attention to anything because all I could like pay attention to is like how nervous and scared I am and like I usually don't notice a lot of things when I'm watching a scary movie because I'm just, uh, I'm just scared. So, well, totally. You should totally go back and check it. It's very weird. Like, 
I, I get that um, the main character and Ashley are like the same height, but literally the door handles are like all at eye level. And every time they reach up, they're turning the door up at their hands. It's like they're in a Hobbit movie. And I'm not sure if that was intentional to try to make them seem younger than the actors actually are, or if there was like, like, like some type of a Hobbit type deal, or if that was just like the structure of the house and they just decided to run with it of whatever location that they were shooting at. But yeah, it was, I found it very odd. And like my roommate, like noticed it before I did. And she called it out and I was like, you know what? That is really weird. So Interesting. regardless, yeah, either way, we're going to go ahead and cut it here. But if you've seen Better Watch Out, what did you think? Let us know, go watch it. And if the trailer, if you watch the trailer and the movie, that's, that's great. Let us know if like, did the, did the swerve bother you? Did it not bother you? Like, are you kind of more in line with Cheryl? Um, or do you, and you think that I'm crazy or do you think that Cheryl is like an insane psychopath that wants to murder people and that I am the sane one out of the two of us here? Like, regardless, thank you for like checking out the video. If you liked it, go ahead, like, share and subscribe. And even if you don't know, thanks for coming through. I've been Chris and this has been Cheryl. See you guys next time.